Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning. Little bit hungover this morning. Are you? Yeah, we did that uh, that marmot basin Jasper thing. At, they're the uh, reason it snowed, by the way, because their event yesterday was called Welcome to Winter. Yeah, and okay. then we got 15 centimeters of snow or whatever. I haven't put the winters on yet, yeah, so it's not my fault. Wasn't your fault? I'm doing that today, actually. Um, last night we left Campio with a coworker who dropped Jimmy and I off. And uh, and he bought beer. He always yeah. So he's got to buy something when he goes out. So he uh, got to get a little treat. Yeah. So he bought some Campio beer. And uh, when I left, like left when they dropped me off, mm-hmm. he was switching from the front to the back yeah. of the car. And I stole one of his beer. <laughs> <laughs> Think you noticed? Well, I'm I'm bringing it up because I'm I'm interested to find out if he brings it up this morning. Oh yeah, if he noticed, he will. Yeah, you know he will. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll just we'll leave it there, mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll not gonna say a word about it, and then we'll see if he brings it up at some point this morning. Okay. Yeah. He's on his way in right now. Um, this song. What was the date on this again? This kind of surprised me when I saw this. So, yeah, November. 3rd, 1990. This is the first rap song to go number one in the United States. I saw a thing which I related to where it was like, I'm at the age where I'm old enough or young enough to, when I hear the intro to this, like think it's Ice Ice Baby and not Queen under pressure. Right, because he got okay, sued because he stole the intro. Or, there's a yeah. there's a cutoff, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, here it is, Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. Previously on the locker room. So he bought some Campio beer when they dropped me off. Mm-hmm. He was switching from the front to the back yeah. of the car, and I stole one of his beer. <laughs> <laughs> Think you noticed? Well, I'm I'm bringing it up because I'm I'm interested to find out if he brings it up this morning. Oh yeah, if he noticed, he will. Yeah, ran into him in the kitchen, and the first thing I did was, "Did you steal one of my beers? Did you take a beer from me?" Didn't say hi, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you did that. And I was going to give you this. What's that now? That's the lift pass that we got yesterday. For attending the event. You should go skiing. Yeah, you need to use that. Yeah, you need to go skiing. What am I going to do? Walk to Jasper? At some point, go get out there. Yeah, we'll all go. Yeah. Here, Grant. I need someone to ski with. Grant, give it to Grant. Grant's (laughs) going to end up out there. I am. I don't know if I'll end up skiing this year or not. Do you usually go a couple times a year? Well, I used to go because the kids used to drag me out, right? Yeah. I don't know if we'll go this year. But um, I, I might go with Jasper in January, especially if we're not going to Sandals. Mm-hmm. All right. Scooby You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Dean Blundell. He's one of the few people I know that has a blue check mark on his Twitter. Oh, yeah. What do they call that? Verif- verified. Verified? Yeah. Yellow. How you doing? I was just saying to Grant, you're one of the few people I know that has a blue check mark. So a verified Twitter account. Twitter account, yeah. 
You mean the big swinging dick in the yeah. factory? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and Elon Musk is thinking about changing the whole structure of it. Do you know how it'll work moving forward? Yeah, from what I understand, he's <laughs> so stupid. He wants to charge like literally $8 to anybody that would like to have a blue check mark, which is like, you know... Um, Sure, I guess, but uh, the idea is that everybody that gets a blue check mark pays the eight dollars a month. Also gets enhanced features, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, other people get to see your tweets first. Meaning, you know, if you don't have a blue check mark, your tweets won't get seen as much. So it's his way of incentivizing people to spend money on the platform. But it also what it does is it kind of gums up the whole thing, right? Like any Tom, Dick, and Harry can have a blue check mark, and they can put you know a doctor in front of their name, <laughs> and they can go out and and uh, tell every Everybody that vaccines don't work and um, you know that won't all happen will believe them <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's just it's it's just a um, it's just another thing that that uh, Elon Musk touches that'll probably succeed but I can't yet wrap I my think head it's around smart it because it's like I well, think, you think he's smart because you can finally get a blue check <laughs> I'm signing up <laughs> I know so you sign up a guy. bunch of accounts. No. <laughs> Doctor <Yeah>, Lock. <laughs> Doctor Lachlan Cross. Uh, what a terrible idea. I uh, listen. I, I I give advice, medical advice on the show, and I probably shouldn't. But my scene card says I'm a doctor, <laughs> so I feel like it's part of it's my duty, right? You did it yesterday on the show. You did it on the podcast too. You're like you're you're, you're telling everybody to keep drinking as hard and as fast as you can. Cause no, it's no, no. See, this is again. I as said long this as yesterday. you eat a candle. <laughs> this is what I said yesterday. This is how misinformation spreads, Dean. Is you you took spreads. my words and you twisted them. I no, said I it's healthier for you to drink consistently throughout the week as opposed to binge drinking. So I said, if you're drinking 40 beers on the weekend, what mm-hmm. what you should do is you should take those 40 beers and drink them over a, a, a seven-day period. I said, it's way healthier. And I believe that. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the kind of advice you get. That's the kind of yeah. honest advice you get from Dr. Locke. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Uh, the, the, hard to believe you don't have a blue check mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm getting it's one, hard sir. Advice like that. <laughs> as soon as you lose yours, I'm signing up for mine. <laughs> yeah, they won't be cool anymore. That's the thing. It's going to be one of those 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 weird. I don't things care. In, in cultural history, where everybody's like. If you have a blue check mark, it won't be cool anymore. It's not even that cool having a blue check mark. Just other people think it's cool. It's kind of stupid having a blue check mark because you're kind of a target too, right? It's like tattoos they, you know, too. Tattoos are like that now. If you don't have tattoos, you're you're kind of cooler than if you do now, right? Everyone's yeah, got yeah, tattoos. Well, I'm yeah. getting a neck well, tattoo of a blue check mark. Exactly. I'll be the coolest guy on the planet when Elon <laughs> takes my uh, blue check mark away. There you go. All right, Dean. Thank you for clearing that up. Yeah, you're welcome, Dr. Locke. Uh, all the best with your health advice today. Uh, I'll see you on the podcast this afternoon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Take care. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell have a um, a remake of 
Why am I gapping? Christmas on it? Carol. The Christmas Carol. Yes. So it's a retelling remake. Yeah. There's a spin, spin on, it. on it. Yeah. Where uh, Ryan Reynolds plays Ebenezer Scrooge. So it's called Spirited, and it's apparently a musical. Um, and it, if you've seen the trailer, whenever I hear musical, I have an immediate instantly. You're like, no, I'm yeah. not going to watch this. But if you if you watch the trailer, you might even be like me, where you go, oh, I'm in, I'm in. Mm-hmm. It's Ryan Reynolds, I'm in. It looks really good. It's going to be probably the the big Christmas release this year. I, I don't know if it'll be as big as Elf, but I have a feeling that um, it's going to be a massive release. Yeah, it looks funny. So the latest promo, he does these little clips all the time. Ryan Reynolds is brilliant with this stuff. He's always on his social media. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll post. He'll make videos to promote whatever he's doing, whether it's his a movie or his gin. Whatever it is, yeah. he just does these little short videos. He did one recently that we talked about for the um, for the for the next Deadpool, and they're bringing Wolverine in or something. So we did yeah, a Hugh Jackman as yeah, Wolverine. And- yeah, he did a video with Hugh Jackman that was just absolutely hilarious. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, he used <clears throat> an old trope, and I was wondering if people did you get it when you saw it right away? Yeah, I knew, I knew about them. <laughs> okay. So he, he kind of did this little video, and and they were lip syncing, and then the producer behind the scenes was Millie or Vanilli, one of the two of them. Yeah, <laughs> Millie Vanilli. <laughs> it was uh, Fabrice. Fabrice. Oh, okay. One wasn't Millie, and one wasn't Vanilli. I don't think so. I think that was just their name of their group, okay. Millie Vanilli. Anyway, it is kind of funny that they kind of, that they're they became a joke because of lip syncing, but mm-hmm. now everybody does it, right? Well, and also they just now have embraced it. I mean, that was the '90s, yeah. So they're like, okay, so yeah, we'll do we'll do your video, Ryan Reynolds. So this is the um, this is the song 1989. This happened. And this is a big, big hit on MTV, Much Music. And they won the Best New Artist Grammy in 1990. That was... And the, then had to return it. That was the controversy because because then they were like, but you lip-synced. Somebody else sang the song for you. Yeah. Girl, You Know It's True is, is, the, uh, is the song. You remember this, Jimmy? Yes. I remember the controversy and everybody was all up in arms. And yeah, see, I'm too young to re- like. I would have been like one years old, two years old, right? Yeah. But they've it's become such a thing through the years. Still, to this day, people referencing Millie Vanilli and yeah. I had realized when I saw that clip, that spirited piece that that they did, and they were making fun of this. I was like. I honestly don't remember the song. I had to download it to listen to it again. And as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. There you go. But Brian de- Reynolds, brilliant. But dealing He's with so this, uh, that movie, it's going to be on Apple TV in November on the 18th. Oh, so it'll be something people can watch at home as well yeah, it's as Apple go to TV. the theaters. Okay. It's an Apple uh, movie. But they released that. Like, I'll be able to go to Landmark and watch it, No. I don't know. It says it's being streamed. So I love. But they do that. Apple TV will do that with movies. They'll stream it, but they'll also throw it in theaters, too. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. That might, that might be one you go to the theater to see. Mm-hmm. No? You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We came in on Tuesday, so the day after Halloween, on Twitter, a friend of mine in Winnipeg, 
uh, Matt, Matt Condal, had released a story about some um, parents or some, like a house that was giving out candy, but it turned out to be edibles. Yeah, the old old urban legend about uh, check your kids' candy because they're giving out edibles and everyone's always like, nobody's giving out $40 bags of edibles to kids. Like... No stoner, I know. And then it actually happened in Winnipeg. They arrested a couple of people. And people are still thinking that it's fake. So a 63-year-old man and a 53-year-old woman uh, were arrested and facing charges, including distributing cannabis to minors. My thing is... So I have a couple thoughts on this. So they were the candy was like it looked like nerds. It looked like a package of nerds. It even says nerds on it. But then it's 600 milligram edibles which yeah. put anyone in the hospital right and uh and they also so they they were handing them out in a ziploc bag with a full-size chocolate bar as well so i was thinking a there was a bit of a candy shortage this year maybe they ordered this online and didn't realize it or they found it in their house they have a son who had a bag a box of this and they didn't realize it, and they put it in the bag with the candy bar or it was for the parents. You know, some houses, when you're trick-or-treating, they'll be like, here's the candy for the kid. And here's, the beer for dad. Here's the hot chocolate and Baileys for the parents. Right? Maybe that was okay. their version of it. Like, I don't know. Here's your chocolate bar for the kid, and here's your, your edibles for the mom and dad. Because I, I still don't think they would do that on purpose. You have way more faith in humanity than I do. I don't think people are, will would spend that much money just to hand out edibles to kids. 600 milligrams. Does it say anywhere in the story uh, how many how many people got it? How many um, kids ended up with it? Cuz it made it sound like they they were doing it all night. Yeah, they said there was it ranged um they didn't really say but uh how many they just said there was a few reports. Yeah, there was quite a yeah. few reports, and then they uh, they arrested him yesterday. Yeah, so they they managed to track down the family that was doing it. The house was doing. It. I don't know. This is one of those stories because it is like you said. It's like check your kids' candy, mm-hmm. and then and then there's always that. No, there's nobody out there putting razor blades in apples. You idiots. <laughs> well, you know a, what I mean? There was a chocolate in Winnipeg that had a razor blade in it or something too. In a, Winnipeg, a needle. Yeah. A needle. Good lord. So they're facing 13 counts of distributing cannabis. So must have been 13 different cases. I kind of agree with Grant. It had to have been an accident. Like you think? So? Okay. Like who in their right mind would like that? Jimmy, there's a lot of screwed but, up but the people thing out is, there. Though, is it's that stuff's expensive. Yeah, there's a lot of really screwed up people out there, though. Right? Like. Yeah, there, I, there is that. Yeah, like, and and people are losing their minds right now. Like, I, I don't think they did it on purpose. That's just my thought. I, I'd like to. I need to see what they look like. You know what yeah. I mean? And then we'll judge them. A, a sixty-three-year-old <laughs> man and a fifty. Like I have an image of them in my head. She's wearing a muumuu. I want to see the house, right? He, and I want to see a picture of. Them. He's got like a bit long hair, it's the not, Willie Nelson look. There's no pictures in the in the paper. I didn't see or their names even. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, if we find their names, if anybody sees their names, send them to us so we can do a search on Facebook for them. <laughs> You're in the locker room on Nutty Five Seven Cruise FM. So I saw this TikTok video. 
What's Justin Bieber's wife's name? Haley Bieber. Haley. Who is one of the Baldwin's daughter. Yeah. Very very pretty girl. So she... Um, I, she's pretty big on TikTok, right? Okay. It, uh, I'm asking. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. She's got a, it, 49 million Instagram followers. So oh, maybe it's I'm Instagram. I'm sure she's got a lot of TikTok, too. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, um, she was doing this video that, 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 that was viral. And it was, um, it was a video of her explaining her nighttime ritual. Uh, her skincare ritual. Oh, yeah, ritual. those are popular. Okay, this is a trend. Then. Yeah, um, and I guess famous people do this, like it, you know, influencers. Yeah, influencers. And so she's showing what she does with her, f- like, t- with her face and her lips and all this. And I, I don't know why, but I was watching it and it just completely engrossed by it because it's so weird. Mm-hmm. You're in her bedroom. Yeah, right. Watching and her like take her makeup off. Yeah. And- Put her creams on and yeah, strange times we live in. <laughs> it is. I don't know why. I just had this image of you in the dentist in this bathroom with the sink full of beer. Oh, cans. that's good. Yeah, there's got to be beer cans in the sink because that's where Jimmy keeps his empties. No, they're not in the sink. I have them beside the sink. Put them in the sink for the video. I don't know why. Uh, doing your nighttime routine. Like, my nighttime routine is... Doesn't no. matter what it is. It would be funny. Is, yeah. Am I wrong? Oh, it would be very funny, yeah. I think you should put that down on your list of things to do. We have to, yeah. we have to see. It's funny because it's a trend with influencers, famous people. And they always start it by going... Hey guys, I've had a lot of people ask me about yeah, da da da. Yeah, nobody's asking why is, about it. It's why just is your me. skin? Yeah. My, your lips are so plump. What do you do? Hey guys, I've had a lot of people ask me about my uh, yeah. my eyebrow routine. Yes, yes. How do I get them so furry? It's peptides. <laughs> so if I'm doing this, what are peptides? By is this going to be like a den of sadness? Just I like, don't. It's just a one time. Just but, no. But the thing is, though, so. Because in my previous in my previous Dan of Sadness videos, there was no talking, so this is going to involve talking. I and you have to look shit tank too. Yeah, I, probably, really I usually am shit tank. Like and then like set the camera like, up. Yeah, maybe give your eyebrows like, a like tri- brush, whatever it is like, that you do. Like brush my teeth and rinse it, rinse, uh, rinse yeah, it out. If you want to uh, start doing that, that and rinse, awesome. rinse it out with whiskey. <laughs> if you want to start brushing your teeth. <laughs> A lot of people ask me why my teeth look so good. <laughs> it's the whiskey. Oh, funny! Instead of mouthwash, I use whiskey. Write that down. You, you have to do. You know what? Find one of those videos and send it to him, Grant. Yeah. And then so he gets an idea of of, of maybe mimicking it. This <laughs> guy in Toronto is arrested for allegedly impersonating a parking enforcement officer and collecting fines. So he he was out on the streets dressed as a parking meter, a meter maid, not a parking meter. <laughs> oh no, that would have been even that would have been even better. Sorry. if he was a parking meter. Put your money in. Ah, ah. Uh, Just put it in here. Ah. Anyway, um, and so he would be writing up tickets or a fake ticket. Somebody yeah. would come running out and go, no, 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 no. And he go, all right, well, 
Listen, you can pay the fine right now. Just give me 10 bucks. Yeah, he'd say, if you pay it right now in cash, uh, it's a reduced rate. <laughs> and I'll, th- I'll rip this ticket up. And I don't. they didn't say whether or not he was successful, but I imagine he probably was. I think he was making a little bit of money before he got reported. Yeah. Right. Do, do you give the guy points for creativity? Yes. And also, um, he's not really harming anyone, right? I mean, he's taking people's money, which... But- but it's not like the guys that dress up as police officers and pull people over. <laughs> He's a traffic uh, a meter maid, right? Yeah. I saw this story and I was like, do you celebrate a guy like this or do you get mad? about?" And I was like, no, you got to kind of celebrate this guy's He went through a lot intuition. of work to put his outfit together. He, and exactly. He had yeah, to st- he stand out on the street. Had to and, come up with a ticket book. Exactly. <laughs> Had to get his own clipboard. I wonder how much money he made. <laughs> yeah, if he made his money back. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he gets jail time for that, or is it going to be... Uh, anytime you impersonate a... Like they said, impersonating a peace officer, you're probably going to get... Yeah. It's, they probably handle that fairly serious. What What did the... Uh, do you remember that, that girl that threw the chair off the balcony? Oh, video yeah, tape? in Toronto. She didn't get jail time. That, that one she didn't? surprised me. She got a pretty hefty fine, but... Mm. I don't think they'll throw this guy in jail. I mean, it would depend too. Like if he's if he's got other priors. Yeah. Right? What else was he doing? Yeah. If it was just and he needed a couple of dollars. Whether or not he usually did. criminals are pretty dumb. This is smart, mm-hmm. right? So, I and I no, bet he was doing that's it for a while. Smart. He got caught. <laughs> Who knows how long he's been doing it for, though? Yeah. Right? At some point, somebody went. This doesn't feel right. Like, <laughs> I, why you, am I giving accepting only cash? Yeah. <laughs> This guy's take. This guy just took twenty bucks from me. Why are your handcuffs all fuzzy? <laughs> Locker room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Here is a bit of good news for you. There is now more places in the city for you to get booze. A total of four 7-Elevens have now been licensed in the city to sell alcohol. You know, one thing I noticed uh, since moving here years ago is that there is just not enough places to buy booze. I was driving around the city the other day, and I actually saw a strip mall that had no liquor store in it. What? Think of the people who are forced to ride bicycles for no reason. How far should they have to ride to get their next six-pack? It's not fair. So it's nice now that it will be more uh, available for everybody. You know, if they get a DJ and dim the lighting a bit, 7-Eleven might turn into the hottest club in the city. Taquitos whenever you want them. Scratch lottery tickets. What does everyone do when they're out having a night on the town? You know, you're out having some beers with friends. Eventually, you're going to go and you're going to get 7-Eleven taquitos. Imagine if the 7-Eleven taquitos were right there, right next to where you're getting your next Pilsner from. You know, if I owned a bar in this city, I'd be very worried about 7-Eleven starting to sell booze. Especially since they just announced that coming soon to the 7-Eleven on Stony Plain Road, DJ Tabor Flave, everybody, Friday night. We'll see you there. The Grant Report is brought to you by our new merchandise. Introducing the Locker Room Toque. Keep your mullet warm this winter with this stylish and durable locker room toque. Text Jimmy today for the link to shop. So set up the story, Grant. So they are currently working on the Equalizer 3. Yeah. In Denzel Italy, right? Washington, 
Uh, yeah, and they're filming in Italy, and the head caterer um, died of a heart attack, I believe. Yes. Yeah. And when they looked at his body, they found some traces of cocaine. And so that led to Italian police raiding the hotel where the this um, where they were staying for production of yeah. Equalizer Three. They ended up arresting a bunch of the caterers for cocaine possession in Italy. And so the the people that are feeding yeah the 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 people that are making the movie they're all hopped up on cocaine. Now Variety is a pretty big publication, and mm-hmm. that's the link that you sent me. But you're saying that this is this is being done on a n- numerous sites. So the the headline was, and and I thought because I saw the picture, I didn't really read it. Yeah. And I just looked at it, and I'm like, did they catch Denzel Washington with Coke? Because the so, headline is Equalizer 3 Drug Bust. Well, Italian police sees 120 grams of Coke. And they got a picture of Denzel Washington right <laughs> underneath of it. So if you're just scrolling through, you're like, whoa, Denzel got busted? <laughs> so if he's seeing that on his yeah. phone, he's probably it's ticked. All, I suppose it's a little clickbaity, right? Yeah. Because you see Drug Bust and Denzel Washington in the same thing, you're going to click on it. If it just was a picture of the caterer, you'd be like, yeah. Denzel Whenever. is pretty squeaky clean, right? I Isn't think he? so, yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people would be surprised. I mean, we can sound like a, a knob saying this out loud, a bit of a nerd, but mm-hmm. there's a there's a lot of people out there that do cocaine. You know that. <laughs> you right? know that, Jimmy, hey? <laughs> yeah. Right, Jimmy worked at the strip club. And we're like, you know people are doing blow, and he's like, no, they're not. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I'm there every weekend. I'm there till four in the morning every weekend. It's funny, though, because people that do do it Mm -hmm. um, can sniff it on you, right? Oh, yeah. They know. They know who to ask and not to ask. They can spot it, yeah. So when we come lumbering into a room, like the three of us. They keep it hidden. No no one's asking us if we want to do blow. They put it away. (laughs) But wouldn't that be kind of the same thing? Like, uh, hypothetically speaking, let's just say... uh, Drug bust in, uh, at Cruise FM and a picture of our <laughs> our faces on there. Yeah, I think they would. People would know. I th- I I be. think he's gonna see this if he hasn't already and yeah. be very annoyed by it because <laughs> that's the first thing I thought. Oh, oh look, they caught Denzel with coke. <laughs> Jeez, is he, a, is he a big blowhound? Didn't know that. Old Denzel. I'm gonna ask you guys a question. And I want you to tell me whether or not you know who it is, okay? And then I need you to tell me who it is. Okay. We'll start with... You're slower. <laughs> we'll start with you, Grant. Okay. David Wallace. Yes. Do you know who he is? Well, okay. I know who uh, David Wallace is. I don't know if it's the one you're thinking of, though. Okay, what, who am I thinking of? Uh, the one I'm thinking of is the boss from The Office. <laughs> Okay, that's not who I'm thinking of. No clue. No clue who David Wallace is? No. Does anybody, does anybody know anything about the David Wallace out of Calgary, Alberta? 780-989-0957. Not the, the David Wallace from The Office. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that <laughs> Text us if you know who David Wallace is. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I've gone down a bit of a wormhole with this guy, David Wallace. Uh, not the not the guy from The Office. He's a good actor. <laughs> not Steve Carell's character from The Office. <laughs> so David Wallace is a... 
political fixer. And he's the guy behind the Klondike papers. Okay. Warmer? I, I Just from you talking about it, I know okay. what that kind of is. I, I think we got a pretty strong indication from the texts as well from the yeah. serious lack of text that this is this is just not on anybody's radar but he was basically somebody who was paid to go in and mess things up and mess things up politically yeah yeah and his name is tied to quite a few politicians not just in alberta but um in canada as well and um the klondike papers came out last year and it was, and again, it's it's one of those bubble things that I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. Because I spend so much time on Twitter, I, I and this has been a recent sort of evolution for me. I've realized that there's like, there's real life and then there's Twitter life. Mm-hmm. And Twitter's not real life. Like a very small percentage of the population overall is on Twitter or cares about it. So follows if, along. And, if, yeah. if I'm seeing something on Twitter trending, it doesn't mean everybody on the planet's talking about it. It's just right? Twitter people. Just uh, Sometimes it's just Twitter. Now, Klondike Papers, I think, falls into that category as well as this guy, David Wallace. Here's the thing, though. It's starting to actually get into the mainstream. You're going to hear about this guy, and it's going to start to become something that everyone's talking about. Because what he's alleging is pretty massive. It's crazy. He's saying he was hired by a group of businessmen in Calgary to basically trick the mayor at the time, Nenshi, into accepting Russian funds, which would have made him corrupt. Yes, because they were trying to get him out of power. Yeah. So they were trying to, like, it was a smear campaign, essentially. It, yeah, Operation Peacock. And so his job was to get a meeting arranged between these Russian people and Nenshi and then trick him into accepting their money so that they can then look, make him look corrupt. And, yeah. and that's the tip of the iceberg on this grant. Yeah, this is what we know. It's just, that's, and that's was in the Klondike papers that came out over a year ago. Mm -hmm. And everyone kind of ignored it because it was so nuts and it was just this big information dump and no one knew what to do with it. But there's a a podcast group, sort of independent news group in, in, in Toronto, in Ontario, called Canada Land that just did a podcast about this. Okay. And it's called... Rat effer. Okay? Okay. And if you go on online and... and Plus, that podcast I do in the afternoons with Blundell. We've had David Wallace on. We've had Mm -hmm. some of this... It's tied into a church. It's... it. The whole thing is... The Plymouth Brethren. It's insane. It's insane. And and I haven't even... It's like a movie or a TV show. Yeah. But, yeah. Now, the, the thing is, I haven't actually even touched on this at all. Um... On, on on the locker room because I honestly because I don't even know where to begin with it. Yeah, the last couple of times we've had him on that that Blundell podcast that I do. Every time he speaks, I'm just like, stop, stop! <laughs> I'm 18 steps behind you. What it's, did you say? It's like somebody trying to explain Bitcoin. Well, exactly, and it's so crazy what he's alleging that y- you you don't even know where whether to begin. And the I think. Part of the conflict for me is the couple of times that we've had him on as well, I've gone, I actually really believe the guy. Mm-hmm. You, you know, 
Yeah. You know, like somebody's telling this fantastical story that is hard to believe, but the guy, what's coming out of the guy's mouth, like you're sitting there going, hold on, but he seems believable. Well, and like the Calgary one, there are some other people that have kind of confirmed it. Oh, no. this One of the other city councillors. This yeah. is why this is going to become um, something that every, it's going to be on everybody's radar. Hmm. It, it, because... It actually has come to fruition that all this stuff was true. That what he was saying and yeah. What he was saying. And they have people now that are that are confirming a lot of the details from this from this David Wallace Klondike papers. Hmm. Anyway, it's an interesting story. That's actually a really good starting point. If uh, And if anybody else is interested in this, it's a bit of a wormhole. The last couple of days, like the last three, four days, I've been listening to a bunch of stuff and, and, and doing a little bit more research on it. And um, I've got some other podcasts that I can sort of direct you to. Just send me an email or fire me a note on social media and I'll, I'll send you some links. But um, yeah, it's, it's a fascinating story. Yeah. Yeah. David Wallace. If you don't know that name, I'm telling you right now, you're going to start to hear more about this guy. It's just, it's inc- it's crazy. Hmm. And where it's really going to start to explode from is this Nenshi story down in Calgary. Yeah, the Calgary that's Herald, go away. Cal- Calgary Herald ran a story. Uh, it's on the CBC as well. And yeah. Yeah. It's it's really starting. TV. Yeah. It's starting to, it's starting to ooze its way into, uh, into the mainstream now. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We're actually going to get a sample of these candles today. We're kind of at that point with the, with the candles. We're putting these things together to sell as a as a box of three mm-hmm. for charity for the Edmonton Food Bank. Yeah, these are um, exciting, actually. Yeah, and uh, the name of the company is Prairie Rose Candle Company on our radar this summer because she created a candle for Nickelback, mm-hmm. which you can you can actually purchase from her webpage. If you type her name into Google, her I, webpage will come up. I got to say, we've almost burnt our entire candle now, too. It's a great smelling candle. So it's a ginger snap cookie that yeah. Nickelback really likes and it's got that nice fresh baking smell to it's called, it. It's called Nickel Snap. So yeah. um you know and she dropped off one for the three of us and we were like we should do a like why don't we have a candle locker room yeah. and do a charity thing. So we're kind of bouncing back and forth some ideas for artwork and and whatnot and the thing that we don't have right now is Names for our candles. So mine is going to smell like beer. Grant's is going to smell like chicken. And Jimmy's is going to smell like the Den of Sadness. So there you go. What do we call our candles? We want names for the individual candles. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like Nickelback, their candle is Nickel Snap. Snap. Right? Right. That's a little... Little on point, maybe a mm-hmm. little too on point. It works though. Not that I'm gonna. I, I shouldn't get in the way of creativity. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you have any ideas, text them to us seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. And again, we're getting a sample of our candles today, just to sort of get a sense of what they smell like. And then when they go up for sale with the money going to charity, 
as a bonus, Lachlan will actually be down at the candle factory pouring all the candles. So there was a note there that I was getting involved in the manufacturing. <laughs> and like, did I agree to that? <laughs> uh, am I actually? Did I sign up for something that I didn't know that I signed up for? So you gotta go down to the candle of mine and <laughs> dig for some candle wax. I already uh, got a name for mine, or a suggestion for a name for mine. What? Candle of Sadness. Done. You have the best ideas. It's a little wordy. <laughs> All right. We got one. We're, we're ready. We're ready on Jimmy's Candle yeah. of Sadness. <laughs> You're in the locker room on Nutty 5.7 Cruise FM. Looking for names for our candles. So mine smells like beer. Jimmy's smells like the Dennis Sadness, and Grant's smells like chicken. 780-989-0957. We got one for Jimmy. Candle of Sadness. <sighs> you can even just slow it down now without even making me hearing that you're uh, editing. There we go with another one. Uh, we got a bunch in here. Trucker Gill saying Den Zen for Jimmy. Uh, holiday cheers for Locke and fried ecstasy for myself. Um, Locke, I like those. I like all three of those, actually. Locker's Lager has come in a few times. Okay. Carrie and Jarrett. Um, Grant's Cluck and Wax. Jimmy's <laughs> Den of Wickedness. You know, the wick on the candle. Yeah. I see what you did there. Is that better than this, though? Candle Sadness. <laughs> Carrie saying, uh, for your candle, hops in the bike lane. Um, Jimmy's would be lock her out, lock me out, because you don't want to go into the den of sadness. And uh, mine would be, she said, in Saskatchewan, the saying for KFC is cluck in a bucket. So maybe cluck in a jar. Cluck in a jar, yeah. That's good, too. Um, There's a bunch here. Lock stout from Warren. Um, Jimmy's scent of ill repute came in from Rob the Dick. But is it better than candle of sadness? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's better than that. You should name all of ours, Jimmy. Candle of chicken. (laughs) Uh, Candle of bite me. (laughs) I just, I don't think we can call it anything other than candle of sadness. Can we do it like, you know, on Snoop Dogg's wine, you can scan a QR code and then it's like a video of him. Yeah. Can we do an audio on the candle where you scan it and then yeah. it's Jimmy talking? As soon as you light it, it goes, candle of sadness. <laughs> We're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Do we get any more? I, you can't read that. I can't read that one, but it references Gwyneth Paltrow and her candle that she was selling. Um, a lot for Jimmy, but we already have his. Yeah, yeah. Um, smell of the Jedi. Oh, this one. Trucker Gill. For me. Finger wicking good. Oh! Damn it. That's good, too. Yeah, I like that's that one. really good for my chicken candle. Yeah. yeah. Um, we had Jimmy's bus candle. Trapper from Trapper. We need one for um, yeah. me. Yeah, we need lo- Locks Lager. It's not bad, but it's not it, too bad. There's no candle reference in it. Yeah, though. you kind of need. Yeah, Jimmy had a, a, an idea for me. Candle mm. bite me. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you both. <laughs> I think that works. I think a candle of, of sadness, and then for locks. Candle of bite. <laughs> Kate Beckinsale is famous for 
Underworld. Underworld. That's what it was. Famous she was in all Pete four. Of, uh, she was in four out of the five of them. And dating Pete Davidson. <laughs> yeah, Pete Davidson really made her famous. <laughs> and she was in Click with uh, Adam Sandler. Yeah, Pearl Harbor. But she was. Uh, she's more known for Is the. Is she uh, still doing the under the Underworld movies? They're talking about doing a new one, but that might I haven't be why, heard anything. That might be why she's doing the whole workout thing right now. Maybe she is. She's a rocket. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. How old is she? Forty six. Forty nine. I was going to say she's close to fifty. Forty nine. Um, she is. Yeah, she she takes care of herself. If you go to her Instagram, a lot of people are talking about her um, her Instagram her pictures abs. because she's been doing like workouts and posting pictures and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And yeah, ah, uh, and. She's a yoga chick. She's a yogi. She's a yogi. Yeah. A fellow yogi. That's how you got your abs, right? That's, that's well, <laughs> well, you have to, you have to if dig. You pull it back. Yeah. yeah. You pull everything back, they're there. They're, yeah, if you really <laughs> punch Stretch me. it back. Punch me. <laughs> <laughs> We're still looking for candle names, too, by the way. 780-989-0957 if you have any suggestions. Jimmy's done. I think we're going to go with the finger fin- wicking good. Finger wicking good for Grant's, and we're we're sort of struggling with mine. Yeah, Bud Wicker came in for yours. Um, lo- no lock sense. Locks beer wax. Yeah, there's a few, but there's a few. I'm I'm not. We haven't hit it home yet. We haven't hit. Yeah, yeah. we haven't hit it like hit it out of the park yet. Yeah. yeah. We'll figure it out. Like, I mean, when you get this kind of gold, it's hard, right? Candle of sadness. How do you you live up to that? Yeah. (laughs) I think it's kind of nice that uh, that they decided to honor Preston Manning by uh, naming one of the the kids in the family Preston. Well, he was a great man. I mean, he did a lot for Western um, Canada, for um, Southern Alberta, you know, Tabor specifically. Yeah, uh, he's from Tabor, and uh, so he's it's not nice to see Tabor. him being honored in this way. So Preston's grandkid—is it the second? Preston the second? I believe it's Preston the second. All Preston right. Manning the second is chairing a citizen-led inquiry into the pandemic. It's nice to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was really cool that they would do that for him. Oh. We miss him, right? So rest in peace, Preston. Mm. He's never lived in Tabor. He, I thought he was born in a barn, in a manger. <laughs> you were born in a sewer pipe. Um, <laughs> we have had <laughs> how many people send this to us? I just keep getting tagged in this Preston Manning Jr. story. <laughs> well, I hope the kid does good. Yeah, All right, same. Yeah, I mean, he's got. I hope he leads us back to freedom. Sh- big shoes to fill, mm. right? I mean, he's got a. Not only is he carrying the weight of that name, right? But now he's got to live up to what? Wow. 
Just good good luck, Preston Jr. Good Jr. luck, yeah. So we have a date, a premiere date, for that HBO series, Last of Us. It was filmed partially in Edmonton, quite a bit of it in the Calgary area. Mm-hmm. It'll be on Crave in Canada. It's an HBO thing, um, and it's January 15th. I have a feeling this is going to be pretty big. I'll watch this one for sure. I'll watch it too. Um, because I love the video game. One of my favorite video games I've played. And if if they do the show like that video game was, it, it'll be it'll be cool. A lot of times that doesn't happen when they try to make shows or movies based off of video games. It doesn't do well. There hasn't been a lot remember of the, success in that. Remember the Doom movie? No, that uh, The Rock did. I oh, think. that was a video game movie. Okay, yeah, there, that was a there terrible really movie. Hasn't been too many that have translated into success, right? No, no, I, Tomb Raider. Yeah, was that a video game first? Yeah. So Tomb Raider that one did, okay. did well. That one did okay, right? Um, I mean, the, the Sonic movies are killing it, but not my cup of tea. That's a little different, though. Yeah. The, this, I think, is going to be... Um, this is going to be Walking Dead kind of huge. I, my, I think so, too, yeah. in my opinion. And it's Pedro... Uh, Pedro uh, the Mandalorian. Pascal, the Mandalorian. Yeah, and, and the girl from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Okay, yeah. The young girl. She was like a young queen or whatever. Once every couple of years, a big, big, big TV show comes along where mm-hmm. like it's it sort of hits culturally and, and everyone's talking about it. Like a Stranger Things or yeah. or a Walking Dead or a Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, right? yeah. I have a feeling this might... You don't... No? No, I totally agree. And I think a lot of people, especially... In Alberta, this will be really popular here because well, because it was Calgary, Edmonton, and people are going to be watching here, it. People are going to be looking. Yeah. Hey, I know that area. I know that's here. That's yeah. Cal- people. People do that. I do that. The Ghostbusters movie with Paul Rudd. You know, you're like hey, the Calgary area. I know where that is. It's around Calgary. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I recognize I, those cornfields. And again, I think I think a lot of. A lot of people will be watching this and not really making the connection between the video game either. Well, because yeah. they're not really making a big deal out of that. No, and and they wouldn't. I think they would stay away from that. The trailers are really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so again, I mentioned the date, right? January 15th. January 15th. HBO. The Last of Us premiere. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Good morning, gang. Massive damage. How you doing, brother? Always good listening to you, Locke. What's going on, brother? We got um, Rip Your Pants Off. What is it tomorrow? It's Riptribution. Friday night Rip- at the Monster Dome. <laughs> Can I make fun of Riptribution? It's in memory of Trevor the Ripper, the Ripper Promotion. It was a promoter that passed away years and years ago. So you got to say it right. Riptribution. It's your WrestleMania, right? This is. This is our big show. Main event in, in, in honor of our, our bro that likes the hardcore wrestling is a battle royal. With all the wrestlers, where fans bring weapons. Yeah, I, well, I've got some weapons picked out. <laughs> I yes. can just imagine. <laughs> I, I told you, I can't get the flame ro- the flower to ignite, though. <laughs> Grant, the only weapon you really have is your wife. Let's <laughs> we literally have had people asking if they can bring guns and knives. <laughs> yeah, no, no guns, please. Like, come on, guys, let's get real. We'd like to live through it. You know? Somebody said they're bringing a howitzer. <laughs> We've had some crazy things, microwave ovens. Oh, we got some appliances. We have a bunch of appliances in here. <laughs> Tomorrow night, you said you got every wrestler's fighting 
There's like what seven, eight matches, and there'll, um, be, uh, there'll be six matches. Um, we have stipulations in every match. There's a ladder match, there's a no DQ match, a street fight, a hardcore match. But Retribution, the main event, is really the. It's everybody's in there. Every man for himself. Whoever wins gets a title shot in December. Is someone gonna slap the out of Jimmy? Usually every day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's usually the matriarch. <laughs> he, 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 they have some heat. Those two. I, I have a feeling that uh, Jimmy's in for some surprises. You know that he actually kind of enjoys that, right? <laughs> oh, I guess he does. It's, it's a little evident by the smile on his. <laughs> Massive right. wins and minicamp. Minicamp's weekend after the 11th and 12th, uh, Saturday, Sunday. We've got already about five guys lined up for that. Will there be s'mores? Uh, there will be not, no s'mores. <laughs> However, we, we are debuting a heck of a new wrestler. Uh, we're debuting this show, Tarzan, and he's another graduate of our camp. But this, this guy's got a really good look, and I think he's going to do something here. So, All right. Nice. Uh, give it one more hit. What are we doing tomorrow night? Monster Pro Wrestling, Friday, November 4th. Retribution, fans bring weapons. Bell time, 7.30. Be there.